sometimes you do have to tell people, this is what I need from you. I think sometimes we expect people to know like, oh, I'm doing this big thing. You should just post something nice. But people, they don't know how the algorithm works. They don't know how things work. They, they don't actually know what you need. You have to tell people, here's what I need. Welcome to the Be It Till You See It podcast, where we talk about taking messy action, knowing that perfect is boring. I'm Leslie Logan, Pilates instructor and fitness business coach. I've trained thousands of people around the world, and the number one thing I see stopping people from achieving anything is self-doubt. My friends, action brings clarity, and it's the antidote to fear. Each week, my guests will bring bold, executable, intrinsic, and targeted steps that you can use to put yourself first and be it till you see it. It's a practice, not a perfect. Let's get started. Oh, and stick around to the very end because we got some outtakes. That's been happening. There's always outtakes, um, <laughs> and the team does collect them for bloopers on the YouTube, but uh, we're adding them into the end of the pod because you know what? You need to know that we are not perfect. You're not perfect. And Nobody's we're perfect, enjoying the process. And we are enjoying that. So have a good laugh on our behalf. Love you. Welcome back to the Be It Till You See It interview recap where my co-host in life, Brad, and I are going to dig into the bold conversation I had with Nicole Mitchell in our last episode. If you haven't yet listened to the interview, you should. Whether yeah, you should. do it right now or after this or whatever, but it's amazing. So pause this, go back and look. If you're listening in our um, OPC app, it's really easy to just like flip between the episodes. If you're in your, uh, any other of the tools, they typically will drop the latest one first. So if you miss Tuesdays and you're like, oh, I always miss Tuesdays. Well, then you can actually set your settings to tell it to what to do. So you never miss the interviews. Anyways, um, Nicole is amazing. And we'll talk about her in a minute. She's one of our new dear friends. I feel like. So that's fine. It's turning into that. I know. I'm actually really annoyed at the time that we're recording this. You are going to see Nicole and her partner. <laughs> at, and I'm going to miss them. And it was like a monthly meetup we were doing. And yeah. I'm missing the I third know. one. Ugh. Yeah. Anyways. We'll take pictures. <laughs> they, I, I know you will. <laughs> Nicole's gonna, Nicole, make sure to capture the moment. Um. But today is National Buy a Book Day, everyone. Today Ooh, uh, it's also National Beer Day, so you can oh, grab yeah. a beer, grab a beer, and a book. Buy a book. Um, and I wanted to just shout out to uh, some of our guests who've had books that I can recall. And if you've been on the show and you have a book and I forgot, I'm so sorry. Uh, but uh, Claire Sparrow, her book is actually coming out in a couple of weeks. So you nice. should definitely be on the lookout for that. Um, that is a book that every woman should buy their friend. Um, Jake Kelfer has an amazing book and also helps you write a book. Um, uh, a book that helps you write a book. There's just like, how, I mean, we've had so many people who've written a book. Um, we've got some guests coming up who've got books coming out. Uh, actually, last week's guest, Ray Vaden, he's written a couple books and bestsellers. So um, go buy one of our guest books. <laughs> Take a picture and tag them in the Be It Pod so we can reshare it. Um, then also, uh, this week we are actually, um, it's the last few days to sign up for Agency Mini, our seven-day coaching program for fitness instructors, especially Pilates instructors, who are looking for some clarity on their business, getting their burning questions answered, make sure they're on the right path, um, so that you have to sign up before Sunday. And if you're listening to this on Monday, it's coming wow, down to the wire, folks. You missed it. So you got to sign up because our next one uh, is not until the next year, which is not in January. It's going to be maybe later in January, but probably in February. Um, so, and also it is the last few days to get your application in for Elevate My 
program, my mentorship program for Pilates instructors. So it's right. a big week around here. Um, and so you should do the thing that is in your like best for you, for your business and for your teaching right now. Yeah. So profitablepilates.com slash mini or lesleylogan.co slash elevate slash elevate. Yes. Um, then after a few weeks of like just enjoying Las Vegas and the fall weather that starts up, uh, we'll leave and go to Cambodia. We'll be there for a couple of weeks. We actually Holy have our miracle. retreat. I cannot wait. Which is basically full. Um, you are welcome to, um, you know, you do your eat, pray, love and sign up last minute if you want. But if you're <laughs> wanting to uh, to do next year's, go to lesleylogan.co slash retreat yeah. uh, to get on the wait list because we'll do October again next year. We're only running one. Yeah. Um, While we're still selling tickets right now, it's just going to show all of that. But one of the FAQs is like, I really can't come this year. I want to get on the wait list. So check that out. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, and then after I get back from that, I'm here for some days, a few days. And then I go to Chicago with Erica Quest. That's uh, gonna be a party. And honestly, I'd love to go to. But I know I'm staying home with the pups. You are. Um, and that reminds me we have to get the dog sitter for those couple of days in Nashville. But oh. uh we'll do that after this. Good time. Um and then in December we we'll go. The sausage is made, folks. Yeah, this is it. This is how the runs <laughs> Oh shoot, we need the dogs. Uh December we'll be back on the road for our winter tour. So stay tuned for the details on all of that goodness. Before we talk about Nicole, Brad, do we have a question? We do. I pulled this one in, in honor of the day. Yeah, I love it. Uh, so since today is the National Buy a Book Day, um, oh, by the way, go to Whole Body Pelvic Health for Claire Sparrow's book. Oh, fabulous. Yeah, go wholebodypelvichealth.com. And every other guest that we did not call out where to yeah. get, we love you. Yeah, and we love you It's in the too. show notes of your episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so... We had Audie's question, favorite books. What favorite books are we reading? Uh, and I'm going to go first. You listed a few of them here. Yeah, I listed okay. a few. Um, and you can, you know, come up with your own as well. Um, but I am currently listening to Tough Titties by Laura, Laura Bell Gray. I actually, she was actually my writing coach, uh, my copywriting coach many moons ago. Um, and it's just a fun story. Uh Women, Food, and Hormones by Sarah, Dr. Sarah Gottfried. Uh, that is an interesting, dense book. Um, but hey, <laughs> it's I'm 40. So we're reading, we're reading it. Uh, the Big Leap. I say this every time someone asks me for a book. I listen to this annually. I literally call and go, oh, I'm upper limiting myself right now. Like his book is like my life Bible, to be completely honest. Um, and then We Should All Be Millionaires. I've read that on off before, but I just think as many women as possible should read that about money. It's so, so important. Brad, do you have a book that you're reading currently? I do. I have a few. Um, and so the first one that I wanted to talk about is one of my favorite authors of all times. Uh, his name is Michael J. Sullivan. He's prolific. He's got like 20 books. Um, and I'm reading his most recent book that came out um, last year uh, called Ezra Hodden. And that's a character's name. That's why it means nothing to anybody. But um, it's it's so well written. Everything that he's done is so fascinating because he completely ties everything together uh, in an incredible way. Um, that uh, like over 20 books, there's like all these pieces that are all connected. It's really, really impressive. Um, I just finished reading Metapocalypse. 
how I learned to thrive during menopause and how you can too. Uh, and I did that uh, because I think it's important for me to know about that topic. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a, another book that, let's see. Um, I've just got so many that are on my list here. I'm going through my, literally right now, I'm just flipping through my Audible account. Um, there's one called, uh, well, I think this is a good one. The Purple Cow, How to Transform oh, Your Business so by Being Remarkable. Good. Uh, that's a Seth so, Godin book. So, so essential, even though he talks about some things that are like really old, everything is still applicable today. So yeah. good. Yeah. Um, so if you're interested in actually any of those things, just ping us Seth. and I'll happily happily share a link. We need Seth on the show. Who knows Seth? Yeah. Who knows Seth? We I want totally Seth have Seth Godin on, the on the show. You know who Seth is. By, just by me saying Seth, if you know Seth, you know who I was talking about. I want your help. Um, anyways, I love when people ask us about what books we're reading and what podcasts because it changes over time based on your like interests and everything. And it's so, so important to... Immerse yourself in, in topics of things you don't know, some things for pleasure, some things for inspiration. I'm in. Okay. Now let's talk about Nicole Mitchell. Nicole Mitchell, with her refreshingly honest and bold demeanor, emanates genuine authenticity, demonstrating an intuitive connection with her body that encourages women to embrace and love themselves. Yeah. I. She's phenomenal. She's so great. Yeah. I think um, her... Her uh, one-liner is a bit shocking. She's a pastor turned stripper. Yes. Um, I think the shock value is a little bit on purpose. It definitely raises eyebrows and you go, what? Hey, well, as we know from guest Alex Street, you have to have a story that can be told in three seconds. You can expand it into 30 seconds, maybe get to three minutes and keep going. But like, you have to go, where was I? Where am I now? Like everyone yeah. has that. Like I was in retail and I'm a Pilates instructor or I was homeless. Now I... Like I have a five bedroom house. Like you well, have to my have point of this is that you know when she was a pastor, we didn't know her uh, when she was a pastor. No, and uh, but I can imagine the type of pastor that she is based on the type of person that we have met today. Oh. So and it has completely upended my understanding of what a stripper is, <laughs> who a stripper is. Like in my mind, like uh, like it's uh, I ne- don't think I ever. I never conceptualize being friends with someone who's like, yeah, this is what I do. Uh, and it's been so funny because she, I guess. Well, I think what's so cool about her, we're going to get dirt in a second, but like, it's really, because I'm a Pilates instructor. And so like, it feels like it's part of, I, I but I'm not just a Pilates instructor. And when we hang out, I am more like, it's not like I'm just talking about like teasers all the time. I actually do talk about a lot of other things that have nothing to do with it. Exactly. And what is so, what you forget about that with yourself when you think like your job is kind of just like what it's, it's a normal-ish job, right? Because she's a stripper and we've only known her as that, what I love is when we are hanging out, it's not when we talk about stripping. <laughs> We don't talk about her taking clothes off. Like no. we can, that is an, that is a conversation that can come up and she would not shy away from it. But like every, she is a perfect example that we are all more than what we consider our job or our career. And she is a multifaceted person. And if you do follow her on OnlyFans, like I get, I get tons of and, and, like aspirations and informations from all of her posts. <laughs> Yeah, she she's also a life coach. She started uh, coaching people before um, she started her OnlyFans account. 
you know, and I didn't actually, um, I kind of went down the rabbit hole just to read a little bit more about her um, when we were doing these interviews and stuff. And uh, I thought that was really amazing. She is just, she has a, her story, which, which I thought was really fun uh, about the interview is that it wasn't actually about what she does today. It was about her transition from being like, you know, basically uh, oppressed in yeah. in like the society so like the the situation that she was in with her church effectively uh and the, the the that whole community that she grew up in and then getting out and then becoming herself yeah and i think like w one of the things i really wanted to have her on obviously she's super successful at what she does she is a seven-figure earner. She went from yeah. like being on literal food stamps to being a seven-figure earner in a shortish period of time through dedication. And we talk a lot about it. And we in the episode, you want to go back. And also, we, we're going to have her back on to talk about yeah. like um, manifestation and goal setting and all that stuff. But um, what is just been what I, what I wanted was like I wanted people. There's a lot of people who listen to the show who have a dream and they're afraid of losing people. And I couldn't think of a better person to have on than someone who went from being a pastor to a stripper, because that is the ultimate, like, you're going to lose your circle. You're going to lose a lot of circles. Yeah. And, yeah. and to see where she is on the other side of it, I thought would be such a great example for people to be it till they see it in that way. And, um, and you don't have to be like, I want to be a stripper to do that. You could, maybe you just want to, maybe your family is like, you should be a doctor. And you're like, I don't want to, or maybe you want to date someone of, of a, another sex that like maybe your family is not probably super excited about. I really wanted to have an episode on the show or a people... different religion or something. Right. Yeah, totally. Right. Just like things that can scare people in your family that can keep you from being the true person that you are because you're afraid of losing people. And I really wanted to have a guest on where you can go. She did. She totally lost people. Not gonna lie. But she also look where she's at. She truly is living the life she wants. And she didn't lose every single person in her family. We do know that she does talk to people in her family. So like, it's a transition. So anyways, we're gonna get to things that she loves. Let's just actually talk what she talked about. Yeah. Um, so uh, one of the things I loved she said to um, uh, she said people will people won't take that final leap. So when you're on the journey of living your truth and you're taking the thing, sometimes you hit an obstacle and right when it gets hard is usually when a lot of people quit. But if you could just make that final leap, you're actually going to, you're actually going to be on the other side of it. And, um, and she talked about like, it's really terrifying. I really loved how honest she was about like, she was scared as fuck. Like yeah. she was so scared. And she talked about taking these like really little baby steps. And we talk about this all the time. You don't have to see the whole staircase, you guys, like baby steps. And she really surrounded herself with people that could, could help her, you know, take those steps without being like, oh my God, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm gonna make a mistake. Like she could be herself in these safe places. And then removed herself from circles where she was afraid that they would actually not burst the bubble. But when you are new at something, having anyone tell you something that's like your biggest fear is going to like make you like just stop doing it. Yeah. And I, I think that I have this right on the timeline of things, but I'm pretty sure she removed herself from her circles prior to getting on OnlyFans. She did. So she was like already up and out for a mul multiple years because... She, you know, was basically stuck and she wanted to be unstuck. And being unstuck meant 
she had to, she moved. She literally left where she was at. She left yeah. her small town. She left the church that she was in. She like all the things, right? And then she started a new life and then she was doing some life mm -hmm. coaching. And then it was only after that even that she, yeah. she decided to go down the OnlyFans well, path. And I, to go back to her, like one line, like, f like pastor turned stripper, it can sound so quick in our, right. well, for whatever reason, our brain just goes, oh, it's like a light switch. Right. Like it turned it on. Yeah. And like she went she, from the pulpit, right? To yeah. And it was not like that at all. Like it was very much a slow and gradual journey where she just explored and she gave herself those permissions. Yeah. And she, she didn't. And I think this is really important. She didn't go into the, to where we know her now right away. She actually built up her confidence in other places so that when she got there and we talked about this on the podcast about when she like first posted the picture, she was like, okay, to all of her friends, make she post nice things right away because I need to like create the space. So I just want to, I really loved her story because I think you can insert any before and any after and take her advice of just like, take your time and get, get people, go find people who will immediately be on your side and really protect those dreams from the people you already know are going to judge them. You already know it. So why even like, why even try to find a perfect way to let them know? Cause it's not, there's no perfect way for those people. Well, that is a perfect segue here. Great. Take over. So, uh, you know, one thing I love that she said, is that you have to give your per yourself permission not to tell anybody. Yeah, I love when I do a great transition. Yeah. Uh, you know, so she shared about how we may inadvertently self-sabotage our ambitions and dreams by uh, sharing them too early with those who we actually imagine will support them, but then their fears end up shooting them down, mm -hmm. right? And so... Um, more often than not, I would imagine that those people are people that you trust, you love, you know, um, and they are probably not like out to undermine you or whatever, but they have a definitive concept of what life is supposed to be, or your life is supposed to be, or your role is supposed to be or whatever. And so they're going to say, well, why would you go do that? You're not, you know, blah, 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 blah. And all the stuff that, you know, effectively is what you're trying to remove yourself from that kind of situation. And so for her, she actually went out and found a coach that she said, this person, I literally am paying them to be 100% on my side, to support me, right? And that's the person that I'm going to share the things with. And yeah. I thought that was super interesting uh, because it allowed her to just bounce ideas off of a third party, different perspective, someone who isn't involved in the day-to-day, -day, doesn't know the, the history, none of that stuff. Yeah. So that she could get like an objective but, and um, And also, yes, a, a total objective. That's why therapists are great. It's one, one of the things I joke about when we like, um, when we first started doing business coaching for our, like we started going, we started going to get business coaching many years ago. And someone's like, oh, like I had a client go, oh, what is that for? And I said, it's kind of like I'm taking my business to private school. I'm paying for some friends and yeah. <laughs> for some people to really help uplift me. And it's not like they don't have, because as business coaches, we absolutely have amazing advice for you. But also 
you need to have people in your life who are not going to go, oh my God, are you scared? Like, are you sure that's a good idea? Like my right. God, Second love guessing you. my family. But every time I mention which country I'm going to go to, oh, are you nervous that about that? That's going to be really dangerous. It's like, right. that is the last thing I need to be thinking about right now. I'm supposed to go there to like help make sure that these people feel uplifted and like you're telling me i need to be scared about that like right. so it's that's one of the reasons why we but again that's not like they're they're not like intentionally trying to stop you but they are definitely putting you no, in a position it's to their own guess, fear guess it's yeah. their own fear and so yeah. this is why like i love that she you know paid someone to be a life coach be your friend but also like yeah. why many of us need to have either a business coach or a life coach or a community that we pay to be part of because everyone in there is there to be supportive and to help everyone succeed. Like that's what they're buying into. Yeah. Yeah. And what I thought was interesting is that she, so once she moved, um, she still took time. Like she said, I didn't know anybody, but I knew that I needed to get out of my community where it was a small town. Everyone knew me. They knew all of everything. And she moved. And she said she ended up taking like a year of what she called the time where she hunkered down and she just spent that time to get to know herself again, explore things, figure out what she actually want to be doing with her life and, you know, like find new people who would support her. Um, and she said in that time, it was super important to be selective around the people that she was around because one, she wanted to avoid having her dreams squashed by negativity. She said, give yourself permission to be very, very picky, right? Which is so interesting, especially when, you know, you're on the, when you're out there trying to find friends, community, support, whatever it is, you know, um, she was very intentional about who it was that she surrounded herself with. And then she said, your dreams are so fragile uh, at the beginning that if you give it to the wrong person too soon, they could squash it with their fear They're, They will smother it. And she said, ultimately, this was also really used in her growth into being a model online because she said this was really scary too. She just knew that this is something that she always wanted to do, uh, but she was afraid to do it. And so when she started her OnlyFans account, she didn't share it with anyone for a year. It was just her. Just, just putting her pictures up. Just her. Yeah. And, you know, there's no search bar on OnlyFans. You nope. have to be sending people the link in order for them to find anything. Yes. And so she didn't share. She just started the account just to do it for her. Right. And then when she finally started like sharing this, she was intentional about who she shared it with. And then she said to them, hey, I need your support because I'm going to start sharing a little more publicly and I really want to shape the way that people uh, are commenting. And so when I post this thing, would you please leave a supportive comment because I want to drown out any of the negativity she to set before the, it even starts. She wanted to set the tone. Set the tone. And this yep. is really, you guys, this is so important when you've got things like you, sometimes you do have to tell people, this is what I need from you. I think sometimes we expect people to know like, oh, I'm doing this big thing. You should just post something nice. But people, they don't know how the algorithm works. They don't know how things work. They they don't actually know what you need. You have to tell people, here's what I need. And, you know, when I first, when my, when my accounts were first starting, I was going to do a giveaway and I literally texted my best friend. I said, hey, 
I know you have three Instagram accounts. Here's the link. Can you please post these com? I literally gave them the comments, like post these comments right yeah. now with all three accounts because I wanted people to go, oh, this is how we behave here. And I have actually like, if you look at her comment feeds, most every person has a positive comment. There is the rarest of hundreds of comments. There's the rarest of like dick comments. And she, because she did this so gradually and she made sure that she was ready for this, she has the quippiest responses back that just slay. And she inspired me because I had some dick say something to me about, I'm an exercise person. And they said something and I was like, I don't go into your training gym to tell people how to squat. You should not be telling people how to do Pilates. You don't know it. You clearly have never done it, but I hope you try it. That's why you're here. <laughs> and they, their response back was like, oh no, I just meant that like, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you don't know what you're talking about when it comes to a different modality. Yeah. So thank you. So like I, she gave me this because I was like, oh my God, what a negative comment. And I was like, oh, I can actually just tell people really the honest truth back and it's still kind. <laughs> Thanks, Nicole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, you know, and then she, she actually recommended a book, uh, Glennon Doyle's book. Oh, yeah. Uh, and she said that she made it really clear that her new bar was to only include people in her circle who she loved and liked, uh, loved and liked. And that made her feel good and then celebrated her. I love that it has to be both. You have to love and like. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's so cool. And also anyone just now shout out. If you know Seth, maybe you know Glennon. And hey, hi. We're, we're going there. <laughs> we're doing it. I'm asking for what I want over here. I love it. Taking care of your health isn't always easy, but it should at least be simple. That's why for the past three years, We've been drinking AG1 every day, no exceptions. It's just one scoop mixed with water once a day, every day, and it makes me feel totally energized and it makes me feel like I'm doing something healthy for myself. That's because each serving of AG1 delivers my daily dose of vitamins, minerals, pre and probiotics, and more. It's a powerful, healthy habit that's also powerfully simple. Yeah, and you're probably wondering, like, how can you actually do it? No exceptions. I know you guys travel all the time. You've got a lot going on. You're running three businesses. Here's the deal. It's because it's that simple. So when we're at home, after I walk by own, and sometimes August, because sometimes he comes, I open up the fridge. I pull out the dog's wet food and the AG1. I pour my AG1. And if Brad's up, I'll pour his too. And then I give the dogs their food. And we have this morning breakfast with all of our nourishing vitamins and minerals that we need to kickstart our day together as a family. But when we're traveling... What I love so much is these travel packs and they make it so easy to make sure that especially on the road when it's the hardest to get nutrition needs met, like it is impossible. I'm constantly like, is there a salad? Is there a bowl? Like, can I add more veggies to this Thai food? But I know because I have AJ1 in the morning, I am set to go. And it really does make us feel like we're doing things that are healthy for ourselves even when we hit the road. So you cannot make a mistake with AG1. It makes it really easy no matter how busy your life is or maybe your life is simple and you're gonna add something extra simple to it. If there's one product I had to recommend to elevate your health, it's AG1. And that's why we've partnered with them for so long. So if you wanna take ownership of your health, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash be it. That's drinkag1.com slash B-E-I-T. Check it out. All right. So finally, let's talk about those be it action items. What bold, executable, intrinsic, or targeted action items can we take away from your convo with Nicole Mitchell? She said, whatever is on your heart right now, 
Yeah, that thing that you've been wanting to go do, but you've been afraid to do it. You need to go do it. You need yeah. to do it today. You need yeah. to start today. Yeah. Right? And even if it is just one small piece of the thing, start it. And you can do it only for yourself. You don't need to do it for anybody else. You don't need to do it publicly. You can just do it for you. Yeah. Whatever that thing is. That's, I really just like want to highlight, just, we already said it and we emphasized it, but she really just did things for a year without publicizing. Cause like she did for her. And I think like that speaks volumes to why she's had the success that she had because she got so clear on what it was. It goes back to the book, Big Magic, back on National Book Day. <laughs> Big Magic, Elizabeth Gilbert, you're welcome. Um, she is the author of Eat, Pray, Love. And she did not even quit her job as a professor, even when that book was a national bestseller. Right. She didn't, she barely quit it after she sold the movie rights. Like she really wanted to make sure that she protected her love and, and gift of writing to not put pressure on it, to be something to make money until like she really knew she could do it because when we put things out to the public too soon before we've really gotten clear on our values and why we're doing it and the mm -hmm. purpose for it, it's so easy for other people's opinions to mold that. In fact, yes. my, um, my tattoo artist, she is, she's still going to do tattoos, but she's also like starting to get into upholstery and like making chairs. Cool. And she's like been like finding chairs and like doing a new upholstery on them and like redesigning them. Super cool. Like we're obviously going to end up with some chairs. Um, more don't worry. We'll get rid of some. I'll get rid of some <laughs> to get some new ones. Um, or she can reupholster well, some of ours. That's so I was like, oh, are you reupholstering people's? And she said, ah. I took on a client. This has been, this is a month long project. This is like, she's one month into this. Maybe she's two months into this at this point, uh, idea. And she took on a client and she's like, I'm already mad at myself for doing it because I can't find the fabric that she wants. And I want to do this other thing. And it made me just realize that like, maybe I don't want to actually do special orders unless mm. I really like the project because I right. prefer takes the creativity. I prefer creativity to find on. it. And so what happened yeah. is she like made it a business before she'd really gotten really interesting. clear on it. And I think that just goes back to like, go do the thing right now. And then also like, let yourself like, like go, go get started. And, um, and I do love that. She said, you know, you'll talk yourself out of it if you just wait longer. Yeah. What about you? Okay. Um, so she, uh, we had, so there's a couple things that came out of, of the BIA action with, that I really love, but, um, she, realize the detrimental effects of trying to fit into other per others perceptions of her so when we are people pleasing hello are my people pleasers at probably a big portion of this of this listener group um she realized that like trying to fit in was causing her to be stressed it was actually causing anxiety and depression and and she was miserable on the inside mm. and while in therapy, she really discovered the root cause of her people pleasing, which is so important because there's different reasons why you might people please. And um, we got into talking about like, because uh, there was a part of her like staying in poverty, right? Like, you know, there's, there's a part of that, that like, it, we could feel guilty for like making money and things totally. like that. And she said, well, poverty is very expensive. And that was a whole, like a whole segment of the ep episode you have to listen to, but, um, um, it's on emotional and mental well-being as well. And so, um, 
she said, um, there's two reasons, uh, she's disappointing someone. One, um, she acknowledges that the disappointment others felt was due to her performing as someone she wasn't. And so this is a really interesting thing because if we are telling people we're someone else and we want to be our true self, then of course we're going to disappoint them because we lied to them. We, we put on smells. And then the other thing was that she, um, uh, wanting to, uh, wanting to remain, they wanted her to remain the same for their comfort. And when we try to people, please, we are trying to remain what people, other people want so they feel like us. And that's not actually going to make you happy. Um, so the stand, she said the standard should never be toleration, um, in a relationship or friendship. It should be always be celebration. And she said, if you, if I see you evolving, I'm celebrating you. So be an action item. And I think she also said, even if she doesn't necessarily agree. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's what that's next level. Nicole's next level. (laughs) That's, and that is what I hope we all are. I think all of us listening to this want to be that person. And I think if you do find yourself seeing someone evolve and you're not celebrating, I just think it's a little flashlight of like, oh, here's some work to do. You don't have to get mad at yourself. Like there's some work to do. Um, but I just, I think like, just, I've really found that her beat actions are like about self-reflection and yeah. taking, just taking a little action and being kind to yourself and celebrating along the way. Yeah. I mean, amazing. Uh, what a journey. I know. And we're having her back because it was, I could have just kept going. So, <laughs> uh, so anyways, uh, I really can't wait for the next episode to come out. We're going to hold it for the holiday new year situation. Cause I don't believe in new year, new you, but I do believe in the, that sometimes there's certain points of the year when we're really more open to the idea of envision big visions and, and manifestations. So yeah. stay tuned for that. In the meantime, go check out Nicole um, and let us know what your favorite takeaways were. Tag her, tag us. I know that I really do. I really hope that you like send this to your mom who, <laughs> do you it. know, like do it. Like I think um, one, it's really refreshing and enlightening for people to understand that jobs don't define people. And I think people need to see that like different jobs, the the holistic part of it, we donate to the cupcake girls, which does sex workers rights. And my, we told my dad about it and he's like sex workers rights. I'm like, yeah, dad, they need rights too. And I, we like told him some stories and he's like, oh, okay. I'm in like, it's so interesting. We're not exposed to it. It can, it can keep people from seeing beauty and possibility in things and making judgments that are based on, not on fact. Um, so make sure you share this with people, uh, tag Nicole, tag the beat pod. Thank you so much for listening to our episodes. Um, your questions and your comments and your takeaways inspire the guests that we bring on. I keep thinking about different guests based on different scenarios. I know people are going through who are listening to this, um, so that we can support you wherever you are. Um, I heard you on the med- pause. I'm going to be really honest. I had someone lined up and it didn't work out. So, Mm. um, we are working on someone else (laughs) until next time. Be it till you see it. Bye for now. That's all I got for this episode of the be it till you see it podcast. One thing that would help both myself and future listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a review and follow or subscribe for free wherever you listen to your podcast. Also make sure to introduce yourself over at the be it pod on Instagram. I would love to know more about you. Share this episode with whoever you think needs to hear it. Help us and others be it till you see it. Have an awesome day. Be It Till You See It is a production of the Bloom Podcast Network. It's written, filmed, 
and recorded by your host, Leslie Logan, and me, Brad Kroll. It is produced and edited by the Epic Team at Desenio. Our theme music is by Ali at Apex Production Music, and our branding by designer and artist Gianfranco Chofi. Special thanks to Melissa Solomon for creating our visuals and Samena Velazquez for our transcriptions. Also to Angelina Herico for adding all the content to our website. And finally to Meredith Crowell for keeping us all on point and on time. Welcome back to the Be It Till You See It interview recap where my co-host in life, Brad Nygren, did... Well, let's try that again. You think I know it by now? One time I started an FIF with the script, which is hilarious. Let's try that again. All about it. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> I wish that you had been on camera for that because your face was amazing. It was frozen. It was like it got stuck. I I know I felt like <laughs> I felt like like I glitch. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Okay, cool. Um obviously we're at the pause slash uh, audio transition. Hey loves, it's me, Leslie, and I am excited to talk about socks because we need to talk about socks all the time because I love being barefoot. I am not a fan of shoes. You'll rarely see me in shoes. Even when I have people at my house and they're in shoes, I am barefoot or I'm in my toe socks and Tavi Active socks. And the reason is that I've got tile floors and um, they're not so nice to my feet. So I do love a cute sock. And I also only use their socks when I am doing Pilates. I love that they have an amazing sticky gripness to them. It also, when I'm teaching in other people's studios, having those socks on keeps me from slipping around in a studio and really allows me to root where I'm planted. Plus they're freaking cute. Have you seen toe socks and Tavi's socks? I mean, my goodness, they are the cutest styles all the time. The Barbie socks, I can't get enough of. I think I need to buy three pairs. So here's the deal. I want you to get yourself a pair of toe socks or Tavi Active socks, and you can go to beapod.com slash toe socks. That's going to take you over to toe socks. Feel free to explore a Tavi and you can use my discount code Leslie, that's L-E-S-L-E-Y, to make sure you save some money on your socks because the reality is, is you should just get the most amazing, cutest socks and also save some money because you listen to this podcast. So make sure you check those out the next time you are looking for some socks to wear in Pilates, yoga, bar, or around your house like I do. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.